What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. What is shaking? Adam Copeland, Tom Tolbert with you. Mark Spears, Mike Silver join us today. A little basketball, a little football. Combine talk on the radio. Just shoot me. Just shoot me. In fact, make it more painful. Take a pirate, take a pirate sword, dip it in malaria, and then jam it in my stomach and just leave it there until I bleed out. That's what I want. That's preferable. That was very, very rado of you. To combine talk. That's very rado of you. On the radio. Dip it in malaria. <laughs> Can you imagine there's like a malaria factory out there somewhere? Just yep. like a, it's a big bucket of it. It's just a bucket of it. A big it. bucket of malaria sitting on your <laughs> pirate ship on the Black Pearl. It's a bucket of like just malaria. Just dip it in there measles. and just stick yeah. it in you. And you're like, ah. On the Black Pearl. <laughs> Oddly enough, the Black Pearl also a disease. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness That's gracious. pretty good. Yeah. Combine talk. Oh, goodness He combine leader. Yeah. Yeah, talk about something the coaches don't even go to. Dude, that's and that's, yeah, that's the point I've been trying to make is I'm like I've always thought it was stupid. I've always thought like you have to want to like it. And you were always right. Yeah, no, I I I felt like you have to want to like the combine. You have to want to pretend like it means something, and there's no real evidence that it does. Except that you might get more information about somebody. But now with the way these pro days happen and with guys, now sometimes I love when it's strategic to not go to the combine. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I'm going to go. <laughs> That's going to hurt me. But I'm not going to throw. Yeah, I'm not going to throw. <laughs> then why are you I'm here? I'm going to go. I'm not doing the three The cone. quarterback's going to high jump, but he's not going to throw? We're just showing up. What's up? If audio of Tom at the combat. Is this with the malaria sword? Yep. Snuff me out. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> it's pretty good. That's me. That's a little too painless that is me. for Tom. Yeah. Tom wants more pain yeah. for the combat. <laughs> just four days wall to wall. How many days is it? Three days? Max pain. <laughs> It's I all, have no idea. I said, is it three days? Derek said, all next week. Is it really? It's like, it's kind of like how, like, the first round of the NBA playoffs takes longer than the entire Summer Olympics. Yes. Yes. Went to went best of seven. The sad thing is, the combine probably gets better ratings than the NBA playoffs, <laughs> which is sad. Well, yeah. Brutal! <laughs> you want the Hawks? You know what I mean? You want the... Uh, but there's, it's an actual competition. That gets the, the, the ratings aren't as good as dudes running around and doing three cone drills in like tight pants. That's just, like, I mean, it just it's hilarious. I'm telling you, it's the only sport, and it's and the craziest thing to me, and the most hilarious part about it is this relative to the magnitude of the NFL. You know what I mean? Like if this were how we found out, with respect, because I am a, I am a, a soccer fan. I do like well, footballs. Yeah. Footballs what we call it. Tom. Football. Uh, real football. That's what we call yeah. it. Uh, if you're if you're a soccer fan. And they're like, well, we're going to do these drills and these things to figure that out, your agility, your condos. You'd be like, okay, some of that's more applicable. But there's so many different positions in football that are specialized. Like, what does any of the 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 sprint speed or the 40 time of a left guard have to do with anything? That's a great question. Like, yeah, yeah, but my question is, can he block? <laughs> I'd, like, Z- I'd I say zero. So what, like, it's the only sport, and it's a huge sport, that uses another sport, quite literally, track and field events from the Olympics yep. to determine who the best, and not who the best are, but to give us a better gauge of what their abilities are. And I just think that we're watching coaches in real time say, 
in this age, that's not that important to me. I'll watch the tape, I'll watch the pro day, and I'll find the fits that I need for my team. Let my scouting guys go there. Yep. If they want to get a better look at something that they saw, uh, you know, when they were at Eastern Carolina watching yep. a game in, in September, go for it. But yep. yeah, what, what, what's Kyle Shanahan? I don't think Kyle Shanahan's best best use of time is served there. I don't think so either. I mean, like we'll take your uh, your example of a guard. Like, what would I want to know if I were scouting a guard? Obviously, watch all the film. Things that would be important to me would be footwork, uh, hand strength, um, explosion, like 10-yard sprint, like how quick you get out and you go. That would be important to me. Yeah. Intelligence, that would be important to me. Those would be like things that just off the top of my head of like, okay, I'm looking at a guard that is that that is there, there are four things that I, would be important to me. Like if I could find a way to, if you give me a ten yard sprint, okay, let me see your footwork. You know, those you got to go in and out of the the boxes and stuff like that, little ropes. Uh, that might be important to but me. So but again, specialized. I can watch position. that. I can watch that on film. Yeah, I can see. Can he, how does he do pulling? How's his footwork? All that kind of stuff. Like again, you watch the film, you're gonna find out just about everything. You need to know, which is again why a lot of these coaches are just saying, "I'm, I'm, I'm, I'm good here. I'm better here. I'll learn more here than I will going, going there." Because again, I think a lot of that is just networking, talking to people, BS, and hanging out with guys you haven't seen. Uh, if you're a position coach, you get to meet other uh, coaches from other teams, stuff it's like, like that. It's like winter meetings to me, yeah. probably more. It's more of a convention for GMs yeah. and scouts and coaches and guys who want to talk to you. Probably, I mean, this is the thing. The NFL is so incestuous. It's so connected. Everybody is is looking for an opportunity. There's so many. That's what I mean. It's so specialized. There's so many positions for coaches as well that seemingly continue yeah. to get created. There's a clear linear path up if you want to rise in the coaching ranks. To me, it makes tons of sense. If you're an assistant coach, why not? Like, absolutely, you should go there and make those connections. Tim, by the way, said that there was already video out of Sean. Sean Payton's already at the combine. So, like, it keeps going into next week. Is that what you're saying, Derek? It's a week-long thing? Yeah, so it's a week-long thing. It's just a tough deal. Poor Matt Mayoko sitting out in Indy. <laughs> he says he's coming back before then. Tim says there was a video of Sean Payton, like, dozing off. <laughs> well, there's, is, there's, 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 hilarious. there's another reason. It could just be that they want to get rid of They want to uh, be away from their wives for a week. Or their football coaches, that's or, all they or, are is or their, their wives, wives are saying, "Get out of the house. Yeah. Leave me. Yeah. You're, you're around the house too much." Right. It's so funny because uh, I hear that all the time when uh, professional athletes, because uh, they're gone all the time. Uh, it's during the season, and you know it's weird when you retire. It's like, hmm, the wives. Not the guys. The guys, a lot of the guys are cool just hanging around. Their wives are like, are you going to go somewhere? Because they've gotten used to being yeah. by are you just going to, yeah. like, are you going to be here all the time? <laughs> That's why Lori took so many trips now. She's like, I'm yeah. going to this concert, dude. You're I need, home, I need to get ready. You're, way, you're, way, <laughs> you're going in today, right? Okay, good. Just want just, to just make sure. So, uh, but who knows? I mean, who knows the reasons they go? But, again, I, I think uh, the, the juice is not definitely not worth the squeeze when it comes We're to talking the, OJ now? When it comes to the combine. Absolutely. Hurts. Those Hurts uh, commercials? Those are the best. Let's see, let's see that as a combo. You're too for those. Let's see, no, but I've seen it. In, I mean, I've hey, seen them. Jumping at the airport, jumping over the chairs. And, see that oh, for a yeah. combine, dude. The juice is loose. <laughs> Just him and Bo Jackson jumping over a chair, a uh, car or something. You kidding yeah. me? That'd yeah. be incredible. Yeah. <laughs> the juice. Yeah. I was going to go dark there, but I won't. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, I was going to say some other events I can think of, dude. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, well, I, I know where you're you going. squeeze your hand into a real small glove. Yeah, I kind of know. I know where you're going with that.
And the grand finale. Pretty good, dude. Yeah. The grand finale. Oh, Oh, no. No, No, this isn't good. No. No. I don't think anybody's getting drafted. No, no. Uh, Tom Brady comes with you. Working blue. Unless by the mean machine. (laughs) Oh, the number one pick by the mean machine. Hey, we'll take a look at him. (laughs) (laughs) They fit right in. Hey, we'll take a look. We love a Raider, just like the Black Pearl and that malaria. Uh, Tom Brady comes with you on a. uh, Yeah, Derek has no idea what we're talking about. Tom Brady comes with you on a. How's he in the mess hall? He's great. He grades out great in the mess hall. Have like a mess hall combine. Oh, look at him! Oh, dude. The bad chicken and the mashed potatoes. Oh, look no. at him! All oh, the metal plates. Oh, no. He's so oh, he's so so good. Look at delivery. Yeah, you gotta drive it like twelve miles an hour on a freeway, but like getting through through an in, inside and out of cones. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a tough one. Oh, it's a man. tough one to ace. But our guy Juice did it. Tolbert Copes, uh, the Juice leader. Well, Tolbert is. Uh, oh, we're with goodness. you until six o'clock. You can stream us twitch.tv slash the sports leader, YouTube, KMBR.com, and the KMBR app. We got a lot to get to today. Warriors and the Knicks tonight. Uh, it's a leap year. How about that? It is a leap year. And happy birthday, Camila. Happy birthday, baby Camila. Her first birthday. Very She's cool. actually four, but her first birthday. Great very job, brother. I was like, God dang, you're gonna age very, very slowly. You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna enjoy that. She's uh, the opposite of Benjamin Button. Yeah, she's she, a, she I can't believe sorry, she's four. She's the opposite of Jack. That's what I meant to say. Yes. Uh, Robin Williams. <laughs> the opposite of Jack. <laughs> Tristan Beck out indefinitely. That's something we gotta get into. But before, good. before we do that, let's get into some Warriors tonight. Andrew Wiggins out. We talked about this yesterday. You, you, you know, we had a texter who said something like, "Why didn't you ask about him being out for personal reasons?" And the answer to us is obvious. It's personal reasons. Well, it's personal. However, however, the frustration that for, I'm sure fans are concerned. This happened last year. We didn't have any news about it, which to me was fine. I'm okay with that. It's a personal matter. But there is a basketball season going on. It's not insensitive to think about what happens with the team if Andrew mm-hmm. Wiggins is out for a period yeah. of time. He's out tonight. We'll talk about that next. Only here on the Sports Leader. Warriors and the Knicks tonight. A uh, bunch on Steph Curry's shooting there. You got a uh, – we were we at all Curry highlights there? Was that all Steph record-breaking highlights? There we go. I didn't know I'm just moving on. I, was, I thought we were going frustration here on the Andrew Wiggins stuff. But the, the Steph Curry highlights at the Garden. <laughs> like, they're, they're looking at me like I'm insane. I was like, well, that's not what's on my sheet here, boys. Anyway, they're at the Garden tonight. Uh, big performances for a lot of shooters. Uh, in in history, and we'll probably get into that later after we talk more about some of the Andrew Wiggins stuff. So yesterday, um, well, first of all, the Andrew Wiggins' personal reasons for being out situation, there's not much to get into with that, much like there wasn't last year. Yesterday, you let your feelings be felt, and I didn't think we even needed to, but people do say, why didn't you ask Steve Kerr when he was on about why Andrew Wiggins is out? And it's like, because we know why he's out. It's personal reasons. If they Mm -hmm. wanted to tell us, they would. The Warriors are one of, in my mind, the best run in terms of protection of players' health, status, creating any noise around themselves. Like, it's hard to do to be the dynasty that they've been and not have a lot of noise, except for, like, what Draymond creates. Yeah. I mean, but if, and he <laughs> does. For, for, and he does. He kind of gets them their money's worth. Yes. That said, when you're a team of this magnitude, you're a global brand, and we always talk about you have to have a superstar like Steph to do that. But a lot of what plays into that, I think, is their strategy of things like, we'll reevaluate on this day the health. There's nothing you can say between then and, yeah. he, uh, well, he had a, a contusion, he's got a bone bruise, uh, we'll reevaluate it on March 9th. So, okay, March 9th comes, you say, yeah, we'll reevaluate again in two weeks. Or they say, yeah, he's going to start practicing tomorrow. Or he started yesterday. They've done great on that, and yep. they've created no real issues or noise around that. I think the same can be said about the Andrew Wiggins situation. I also think fans have a, a gripe is not the right word, when you're wondering about where this team can go, and we said yesterday they're finally full, mm-hmm. but without Andrew Wiggins, yeah. he's healthy. This happened around the same time last year after he was an all-star. Mm-hmm. Was he an all-star last year? 
I believe he was. Yeah. I believe he was. Yeah. Uh, so it happened right last year, right after the All-Star break, and it was for personal reasons, and came back, and he was okay. But there was concern about his ability. And now, I mean, it's it's there's a case to be made. They need him more right now than they needed him last year. And they needed him last year. Yeah. I look, they just that that's what they do. I mean, it really is next man up type deal. And and you know, you just you, you plug Moody in there and just roll with it. And it's gonna change some of the now you do get Chris Paul back, which is going to help. Uh and Moody stepped up uh against the Wizards. We'll see how he plays tonight against the Knicks. Um, but I, I don't know. I've never really been one to to fret about stuff like that. It is what it is. Either you're healthy and good enough to play or you're not. Either you're in the lineup or you're not. And that's kind of a player's mentality. Who do we have? Let's go. That's just it. Because you don't have any other choice. You don't have time to sit around and, well, when's he coming back? Why is he not playing? What's he doing? Nope. Who's who's ready? Who's suiting up tonight? All right, let's go play. Who got next? Let's go play. That that That's what it is. That's my mentality. So I don't worry that much about the the injuries and when guys are coming back. You know when they you know when they're coming back? When they get back. That's when they're coming back. You know when Andrew Wiggins will suit up? When he's not on personal leave. That's when he'll suit up. So I just, again, my mindset isn't of a fan's mindset. Like, well, I need to know. What, why is he out? What's he doing? I did, it doesn't, I don't, I don't, it doesn't concern me. And I don't really care. I just, I know who the Warriors have, and that's what you'll deal with. And you evaluate their team based on the players that they have on the court. Period. I mean, it's, it's just that simple for me. I don't know how uh, how else to put it. Well, uh, they don't have Wiggins, so I'm not concerned with Wiggins right now uh, from a basketball standpoint. It's like he's not on the team right now. Who do they have? How do they win this game with the players they have at their disposal? That's it. Here's the other thing, to be fair, to the Warriors on this. There's a chance, and we won't ever know this, how that they don't know when he's back. Possible. You know what I mean? They, they didn't they, know last year. Yeah, so that's what I mean. So if they're playing it by ear themselves, then they're just doing right by a guy who's their player and within their organization. Like, we, look, he needed time away. We gave him time away. We don't know what else to tell you. We're not going to tell you what's going on in his life. It's not our business. Not their business. And look, it, it, it's a Good lot rule to different. Live by. None of my business. A lot different than it used to be. Yeah. Where you didn't get, remember, you didn't get uh, paternity time off hardly at all. Like, they, people chastise you for wanting to be... Uh, with your wife when you gave birth to your kid. I was one of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter with you? I'm trying to win a ball game. Get, you know? back, get back here. What are you doing out there? So I'm sure there are fans out there who are saying, well, why is he gone? Why are you letting him leave? Why are you doing this? Why, 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 why are you demanding he plays? You're paying him a lot of money. He should be there for the team. I mean, in essence, what you're saying is, I'm a huge fan. He should be there for me. Yeah. And I'm mad that he's not there. And I want the Warriors to win. Trust me. Anybody that's out there listening... If you're not listening, tell a friend. You don't want to win more than they want to win. I can guarantee you that. There is no one in that organization that wants to win less than you do. That always used to kill me. Oh, the players don't care. Yes, we do. Uh, I won't I won't say all of them, but most of us care. And just because we don't show it every single game because there's 82 of these things doesn't mean we don't care more than you. When I went out there and shot like crap, played like crap, and somebody was upset with the way I played, you weren't more upset than I was, okay? Well. You got, no, they weren't. 
I had to carry that with me until the next game, and I guarantee you nobody out there was carrying my performance with them and to work the next day. They were mad. Well, they were upset. Even if I cost them a bet, that's which probably wouldn't happen back then. If you were at then. the line inside of a couple of seconds at the, at the end of the game. It wouldn't happen a lot back then. People probably weren't getting down a whole lot in the 80s and 90s. Not a lot of venues to uh, do. I mean, you could yeah. if you really wanted to, but you had to work at it. It was like it was like tough to come by uh, the uh, appropriate people back then to uh well, to, to, get to get that, that stuff down. Well, let me, let me ask but, you they, but they, they they didn't care more than i did i, I buy that and I, and I believe andrew wiggins wants to be out there I, yeah. I i mean if anybody's missing something like this i always imagine it's and again i don't think he's taking advantage of this this is it's something he's with personal reasons or gone with personal reasons for they've supported him publicly is there any is there any thought if not is there any thought i don't want to what if us into oblivion but what happens if there is team frustration? Well, they just is it. It's better for the team, obviously, publicly to to hold that firm, but they also have they've proven depth at this point. Yep, it could be. I'm not saying that if if it's something that the team knows about and they think, really, again, we're going to deal with this. Like, I mean, come on, I, I I've never heard that to be the case last year. Um, that they were frustrated that they just, and I bet if you ask. Players and like anonymously, players in the NBA, give me your top five organizations other than your own that you'd like to play for. I bet you the Golden State Warriors rank really, really high Probably on top that two list. Or three. Probably really high. The stability. They spend, they win. The players have a lot of respect for Steve. That's right. The way they play they is a fun style of play. Yeah. So, they uh, they, yeah. I mean, great facilities. You look at the practice facilities, they're really nice. Like, they have top-notch stuff, and I think from the outside looking in, and I know a little bit more than most, but they take care of their players. I mean, they, they take care of their players. Trust me. A lot of people were frustrated when KD went down against Toronto. They went, I wouldn't say above and beyond, but they wanted to make sure he was ready. And they, it wasn't just them. It was KD. It was KG's agent. It was a couple doctors. It was the Warriors. Like, the Warriors don't want to put guys out there that could get hurt. Like, hey, we really need this game. Get out there and play. It's going to be a collaborative effort, and everyone's going to have to sign off on it. Like, they were as crushed as, again, more crushed than the fans when he went down. Like, they felt like maybe they let him down somehow. Bob and Myers cried and then took yeah. the blame. And Instead K- of blame myself. Yeah, and KD wanted to play. He wanted to get out there. And everybody fire that game. Everybody cleared that? him. Oh, my remember God. That first donkey thrill? Well, when we watched them all and they were all healthy, you're like, Oh, they, that's the team that yeah, would have won in five. Yeah, that's the team. They're like, whap, 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 they, whap. Might, they might sweep the rest of the. So I, I think because of the way they handle stuff, I think a lot of a lot of players probably would say, yeah, if I can't play for my own and I really enjoy my own, I would like to play there. I think Miami would probably rank pretty high on that list. So Although a lot of people don't want to deal with the like the culture is pretty tough. Like they, when they talk about heat culture, it's different than most teams. It's like tense, you're putting right? in work. Yeah. You are putting in work there, and you're expected to put in work. Uh, San Antonio maybe because of pop, but it's still San, San Antonio, Antonio though, right? right? I mean, it's still San Antonio. So there's a lot of different factors for, I think, players want to look Phoenix at. Phoenix now? I mean, the coaching stability probably not as much. Maybe, but, I, like, I think with the Warriors, it may have to do with more about the the overall organization. Like, I think even if Steph left, I think people would be like, I still like the organization because the coach, the stability, the owner is going to spend. He's always going to give us a chance to win. And that's the thing with the Dodgers, like Yankees, stuff like that, uh, specifically the Dodgers. 
you always are going to have a chance to win because spend they're going to spend. Like, they might not spend it wisely, but they're gonna, it can give you a yeah. chance to compete for a championship. And, every, and the and last two weeks of like October, that. you know you're off, you know? Yep. <laughs> and, and, you know, every year you're done by, like, mid, mid-October. mid It's perfect. Dodgers, uh, stability, money, we compete, yes. and then every year I'm done by, like, October 15th. There you go. Without, without question. Yeah, it's out there. Uh, it's Holbrook and Copes with you on a Thursday. One of these years you're going to have to eat that one. I hope not, though. I'll never, I'll never cop to it. I hope I'll not. Just do the, I'll just do that. I'll just pretend uh, they didn't. Ha- it didn't happen. No, they didn't. Uh, Tolbert and Copes with the. Honor. You like you have those shoes on, <laughs> the gold <laughs> shoes. Yeah, look at the Trump shoes, dude. The Dodgers won the World. No, they no, didn't they win the World Series. Yeah. They lost in five. In fact, it was Tampa. Yes. Uh, it's like, dude, they didn't even make Otani it. Otani was never hurt. That. Uh, terrible. When we come on back, uh, you'll get a whole new Steph Curry highlight package from Madison Square Garden. A brand <laughs> new one that you haven't heard any of yet. That or you. I'll tell you what. I'll compromise with you guys. Dig me up some Anthony Morrow highlights from his 37 in the garden. Tim. Damn you, Tim. (laughs) Knicks and Warriors tonight from the garden. Anthony Morrow and his greatness next on these sports. What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real, because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Let's get into season four, episode three, Facade. People get picked on. I got picked on. But Scabby Abby, Scabby at the whole school. Yeah, I hurt me. I felt like it wasn't real. If I may, I want to defend the storytellers. The people who created the show wanted you to feel like these people were the worst people ever. They pretty much said the whole school of Smallville High are bad people. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. I'm sorry. Tolbert and Cubs back with you on a Thursday afternoon. Warriors in the Garden tonight. Uh, we are streaming twitch.tv slash Leader YouTube, knbr.com, and the KNBR app. Uh, Steph Curry has had some big-time performances at Madison Square Garden in his career. How many times did you play there, Tom, do you think? I mean, seven, I guess? Maybe eight, nine? I don't know. Somewhere magical? around there? No. It held no allure for me whatsoever. The two places were Boston Garden and the Forum. Yeah. That was it. The Knicks, the Knicks were, yeah, the Knicks didn't do anything. Chick saying your name at the Forum. I mean, that's didn't yeah. get much better than that. That was the best. That was, that was the absolute best. And Key Arena. <laughs> Key Arena, I just remember that it took about a mile to walk from the court to the locker room in Key Arena. It's like, good Lord, are we going to get here anytime soon? I always thought the Key Arena, it was, I mean, look, it was kind of a dump. But I, it, it's funny and I think everyone who is uh, lives in the Bay Area and is a sports fan has the same feelings initially. Like, they missed the stick. If you went there for baseball games, you went there for basketball games, even though you move into something that's like has all the bells and whistles, you still miss the old park. And there's one reason. That's where all the memories are. And you can't have memories in the new park until, well, you go there and create that team creates those Memories and it just that's the way it is. Like I look back on Key, uh, Key Arena a lot more fondly now than I did when I played there. When you play there, you're like, oh, this place sucks. Yeah. Like I bet you, I, I, I have I been to the Fleet? I don't know if it's a Fleet or FTD. I don't even know what it is in Boston anymore. I think I've been there one time, couple, maybe a couple of times. TD Garden, call a game. I don't know what it's called. And it's not, you know, they have the parquet floor, but it's not the Garden. But the Garden was a dump. Yeah. I mean, I, I was, I, I said yesterday. 
Showers sucked. The locker room was cramp. Old Chicago Stadium, same way. I mean, a lot of those. People always say about Wrigley, the facilities there suck. They're just like the locker room staying. Everything's cramped, everything. But they have the, the park's seats. magical. Still got them. Yeah. The park's magical, It's though, incredible. Right? You, you look out incredible. there and you're like, it's because it, they've upkept the building itself enough where you're like, ah, as long as the Cubs' home clubhouse is good enough, these other teams don't have to worry yeah. about that for that long. Same with Fenway. They say it's just it's very tight. I don't know if the facilities are that bad. Yeah. But I know Fenway's made a lot of upgrades, yeah. too. They added the mo- the seats on the monster and all that. Like, well, when I was a kid, those weren't there. I think about this. Like, new Yankee Stadium is very similar, if not exact, dimension-wise, to old Yankee Stadium. And Boston Garden has the parquet like the old Boston Garden did. But when I played at the Boston Garden... I feel like I must have felt like any number of right fielders that played at old Yankee Stadium. That you're out there and you're like, the babes. This is where Ruth was. Ruth was here. Yeah, like, Ruth stood out here. And when I was on that court, I was like, damn. Bill Russell was on this court. Bob Cousy was on this court. They went into Red Auerbach was stomping up and down there. They had lightness cigar right over there. It just, I mean, it's so cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And the history, the banners, and everything. Like, you just almost feel like you're playing in a museum. Like, you're just there. And for me, who is a huge uh, sports fan and, you know, followed a lot of sports and read about a lot of sports, it's just super cool. Like, you even catch yourself sometimes. You're like, oh, man, this is like, this is super cool. And then you realize, oh, crap, Mikhail just scored on me again. I better. I better get my head out of my ass here, and we'll worry, worry, let's worry, let's worry about the leprechauns after the game. And, and ma- magic we, wears off pretty yeah, quick. Yeah, <laughs> we can, we can, we can come back after the game and never to be gone. And I can just sit around here and stare at the banners and the floor and all that, like all the cool stuff, like the dead spots they had on the floor. Yeah. Like literally, you'd be dribbling, and all of a sudden the ball would go away. It's like, what the hell happened? And it would just hit, and it would just almost stick to the floor. Uh, the thick nets they had uh, that the ball would like almost swirl when you you couldn't get it out of the net fast enough. You wanted to go on a fast break. It's like let's go. It wouldn't fall out. It's like an old, no, like a big like, heavy on. one. Yeah. <laughs> you like jumping up, down, trying to get it out of there. But it, all that stuff, you look at it, you get kind of frustrated when you're playing, but you realize how cool it is because this is where like legends played. Havlicek played there. I mean, even Bird, who I got a chance to play against. Bird stole the ball. Bird stole the ball. Like I mean, stuff like that is I just. Did that. Well, he did too. I was kidding. Yeah. They both did. Uh, Bird call. stole it, and then uh, dished it to DJ, and they scored against the uh, the Pistons. Uh, I think that might have been the act. That may have been the game that they interviewed Robin at the end of the game, and he said, "If Bird were a black guy, he'd just be an average player." <laughs> I, I was like, "Oh my god!" I think it was, I was yeah. like Rodman. I mean, come on. I think you've his calibration's some, off. I think yeah, it goes the other way. You've had some, yeah. You've had some, you've had some bad takes, but bro. I was like, bro. Yeah, I mean, you serious with that one? I think it'd be more <laughs> dangerous, my man. I, I know you're mad, you lost, yeah, just, but I mean, come on. I think you're serious yeah. with this, but I mean, yeah, just and then. You know, the the Lakers playing in the, the forum, West and, and Wilt and Baylor and even, you know, Magic when he was uh, younger. I got a chance to play against Magic, too, which was, uh, I mean, it's just awesome. It's just awesome getting to play uh, against those guys. Like, Jordan was cool being out there with him uh, on, on the court, but Chicago didn't hold any history for me. Like, there was just nothing going on in Chicago in the 60s and 70s that I could look back and think, oh, this is like, this is memorable. This is this is cool playing at the old Chicago Stadium. I would think the guys who played after Jordan, you know, before they they got the new stadium there, they they may have felt that. But for me, 
it was different because it'd be like playing now in old Chicago Stadium and thinking this is where Michael Jordan played, but yeah. he didn't. Because when I'm thinking Russell, that's like 30 years before I played, 25 years before I played, and just again, you can't. It's hard to come up with a venue in pro sports other than Yankee Stadium that has more history of a championship pedigree than the the Garden. I mean, because all the championships they won, all the championships the Yankees won, and every one, I mean, I think every venue, like an old venue, you could probably pick something uh, uh, from the past. But those are two. When you think winning in baseball, you think Yankees. When you think winning in basketball, you think Celtics, Celtics Celtics-Lakers. But But the Celtics are right there. Yeah, and now they're not there anymore, so you don't get to – I mean, the banners are all so there. I mean, everything. None of those play in their original. No, no original but you don't arenas. get to experience that. I mean, I'm so happy that I got to play. Like, it was just cool. You're like kind of an in, in, insignificant piece of history. But just Over to get, it at 6'7". Thank you. For, yeah, big. here we go. He's 240 pounds. Big legs, big arms, big chest, big – well, you figure it out. <laughs> I mean, come on, Chick. Come on, bro. I told Chick after the game, I go, yeah, my parents are watching. Yeah. Actually, they weren't. They were there. Yeah. Thanks. Probably answer that. Thanks. Come right back at you. Tom Tolbert, nice Chick. lad. University of Arizona for two years. <laughs> nice lad. I think he said I went to Lakeview High School or something. It was like Lakewood. Lakewood. But no, and then that was one of the highlights of my career, too, getting to sit down. He interviewed me before the game one time, yeah. or a pregame show or something like that. And he's like, you got some time? I go, you kidding me? I should ask you if you want to have me. I'll sit down for as long as you want to sit down. I go, I watched you growing up, you know, the Lakers, bowling for dollars. I go, you did it. I uh, I watched it. So, yeah, that was probably one of the highlights of my playing career. I got to talk to Tom Tober. He's got a haircut that, uh, that's, that's a little different. The wind has well, blown it. No, it's Friday the 13th. He's scared. <laughs> What's that mean? Uh, I have no idea. The reason we're talking means. arenas like this is, is where's at the garden tonight? Yes. I asked, I asked Tommy, you played there, yep. and you're like, yeah, it didn't do much for me. Didn't. I don't think it does much for anybody except ignite their offense. It does. Uh, the visitors love going to the garden. They do. They act like it's so much history. There. Kobe, it was just Michael, Michael, Staff. Staff. So I mean, Staff. Yeah, a lot of those guys. Staff, two huge memorable moments there. Anthony Morrow, as I told you. Uh, I just love pointing that one out. It's so stupid. <laughs> uh, Steph with uh, two memorable moments in New York against the Knicks. February 27th, so almost exactly, what's this, 11 years ago, 2013, 54 points. What is it, a loss? Right? Uh, December 14th, 2021 is when he broke the all-time three-point record in that win over the Knicks. So he's had struggles of late, 17 and 54 last three games. There's buildings where guys do just shoot better, right? Sight lines, depth perception, whatever Mm it is. Uh, Do you think that's the case there for Steph? I'm not saying, whoa, they're at the Garden, he'll break out. But they'll definitely be talking about that on whatever – (laughs) <laughs> whatever broadcast they're on. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, there's certainly certain buildings where you feel better. Yeah. Like, you just, it, whatever reason, it's like golfers will understand this. Like, a hole sets up to your eye. Like, it just, you feel comfortable standing over the ball because the hole moves a certain way. Uh, yeah, you can have that in basketball arenas, too, where the, they will, for whatever reason, the sight lines just, just hit you right. And there's just something there, and you feel that confidence and you like know you're going to make shots. You just you feel good. You know you're going to make shots. Doesn't mean you will, but you just and it always helps to feel great going into a game. I don't know if this is an arena. Uh, he's had two uh, big time memorable games there. I don't know what his what his splits are for his career. I don't know if he's like really good there. Or just had two memorable moments there. Uh, that I do not know. But yeah, you're always going to have certain arenas where you uh, and you can't even explain it. It, 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 sometimes it's sightline. Sometimes it's just I had one or two good games there in a row, and now I feel comfortable uh, when I'm there. 
It's like, how do you explain sometimes when you can hit certain pitches, certain not? Well, some you see the ball yeah. out of the hand, and then some you can just have two good games, and then you just feel confident. Confidence brings success. <laughs> exactly. Right. Absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, Tolbert and Cope's with you. We are streaming Twitch.tv, uh, YouTube, all that good stuff. Uh, a little bit later on in the show, 450, we are going to get into some Giants talk. and want to get to your calls at 450 at 808-KNBR, 415-808-5627. This is all spawned from our uh, our YouTube video or Twitch. It was actually a Twitch vid- a, a Twitter video and Instagram video we did as a staff here the other day. Otani's first yep. at bat, he struck out. you see it, Tom? I did. So we did that. We all went in my office and like acted yep. like his Derek was all griping at it. It's a spring training game. We're having fun, right? It took us a couple of takes to do it, by the way. It's not that complicated of a video. Then two at-bats later, Otani homers. <laughs> so we're like, we got to do another one, which would be funny. <laughs> so we do another one after that. The best part about this is within 12 hours, that was KNBR's most viewed scripted sketches ever. As of this morning, we had over like 3 million impressions on them. Dodger accounts have picked this thing up and started to run with it. They thought it was real. They're like, this is so embarrassing for these Giants fans. We're in their head. And I'm like, you're doing podcasts on our fake videos. What are you talking about? Uh, so so it's starting to get traction. So much so that about an hour ago, Tim, you want to pop on and say who emailed us here? Yeah, uh, Nippon TV from Japan would like to use the video. <laughs> We've given them credit to, uh, permission Don't to use the Don't they make cameras video. too? Yeah, that's Nikon. Oh, uh, no, the uh, <laughs> Nippon Ham Fighters is who you're thinking of. <laughs> the Ham Fighters, Tom. Thank you. Anyway, it's it's going global now. The Otan- Once you hit something with, with a Japanese player, KMBR is going global. So a little bit later, 808 KMBR at 450. Do Giants fans really now hate Otani? Are Giants fans really, do, is it an absolute hate or is it going to take a little bit from, because I'll tell you what, if he rolls out there and he's hitting like a buck 50 and like rolls an ankle, I'm not, I'm not that upset. <laughs> <laughs> not rooting for injury like I do against Deshaun Watson or, uh, or, or uh, a few other guys, but I don't know. Do Giants fans hate him? We want to get your thoughts at 808 KMBR. We'll get to that a little bit later at 450. Uh, when we come on back, how about our guy Mike, Mark Spears? I saw him yesterday at the ballpark, and I blew him off for a drink across the street before the show. He'll join us next on the Sports Leader. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm a comedian. In my 20s, I was in, like, in a company, and I don't know, like, how marketing, sales. Yeah, you're a brand. You're a company. Yeah, and... Like Jay-Z says, I'm a businessman. Yeah, yeah. To that. Remind me not to quote any hip-hop lyrics again. That was just a big miss. <laughs> when you first said it, I'm like, yeah, he's a businessman. Yeah, I nailed it at the end. I pulled it together. It just took me a minute. The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. Tolbert and Cubs with you Thursday afternoon, getting ready for uh, Warriors tonight back in action without Andrew Wiggins again against the New York Knicks. Here to talk about it, ESPN and Anscape.com. Our buddy Mark Spears, we do it every week. What's up, Mark? Long time no talk, dude. Oh, man, it was good seeing you yesterday, man. It was great seeing you, dude. I didn't even tell you, I walked into this uh, this mixer, and I was like at the other end of the venue. We were at the Gotham Club yesterday at the ballpark, and I see Mark, because Mark's a very tall man. I see him from like the other end of the thing. And as I see him, I get a text from him that says, hey, man, you want to get a drink before the show today? And I was like, I see – we're both here and hadn't seen each other and greeted each other. And I was like, I just got your text. What are you talking about? We're at another event together. Yeah, man. But, uh, no, it was great to I, see I, you, man. I assume you, you you know, you weren't going to attend something like that, man. You weren't, you weren't going to – you were too busy. I'm more so, than just a pretty face, all right, dude? I just uh, – I get yeah, some work yeah, done. So. No. I had to glad hand to meet, the, uh, meet some people, so. Take hands and get baby. That's it, dude. That's it. So uh, are, you, are you still in town? Yeah, no, I'm I'm actually uh, at a negative pit stop to meet my tax guy, and I'm on my way to SAC to celebrate uh, SAC State Coach David Tantic's birthday tonight. So um, I'm driving up to SAC and I'm here in a second. You've been uh, logging the miles between here and SAC. Man, brother, I think 
Next week, South Africa. Next week, South Africa. What are you going there for? Um, Basketball Africa League starts up a week from Saturday. And so um, it's not an easy place to get to, Tom. (laughs) So I've heard. So, so I've heard. It's tougher than 80. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Road's not quite as smooth. Right, yeah. Trust me, 80 ain't that smooth. How 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 much of the continent? How much of the continent does uh, basketball Africa encompass? Well, I mean, they have teams that qualify from all over the, the continent, um, and then they have uh, three different. Uh, regular season locations that they play in. So next Saturday they start in Johannesburg. And then in May they go to Cairo, Egypt, and Dakar, Senegal. And then uh, at the last week of May um, they're going to have the finals uh, in uh, in the playoffs and the finals in Kigali, Rwanda. So this is uh, the first time they're going to be in four different locations. So it's um you know it's gonna be their fourth year and they're continuing to grow. So um supposed to go on a safari, a lion safari that we're gonna video with uh, Joe Kim Noah. <laughs> I hate so now I hate it. you. I, I, I want to do a safari. I've been wanting to do a safari forever. I got to get over there and do a do a safari one of these years. I've always wanted to. I've always wanted to do that. Oh well, I'm. I missed it last time I went out there. I was out there in 2017 for the NBA after game and kicked myself for not doing it. Because it's like one thing I've learned, when you're making a trip like that, try to stay an extra few days, man. Because when are you going to be there again, right? Yep. I'm getting my safari in and having work pay for it at the same time. Two things I would love to do. Safari over there and then uh, uh, the gorillas. I think they're in the Congo or something like that. I'm not positive. They're like lowland gorilla. I would love to like go take a wrestle them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't want to wrestle them. I don't think that'd be much of a match. Uh, asking, unless specific. they could throw like a two months old at me, then maybe I could uh, I could handle that. But I think it'd be cool <laughs> to like do you know go on like a little safari on foot and uh, go check out the gorillas. I, I, gorilla yeah, I'm a big uh, big fan. Big well, fan. I, I saw a video on Instagram the other day of a, a rhino chasing one of. <laughs> One of the tourist uh, uh, jeeps, and he seemed pretty uh, motivated in catching them. And what I've learned um, from talking to different people that hunt in in the and go out into the safari land, I, I didn't know rhinos were that dangerous. Oh yeah, they have a horn on their face. Absolutely. Mark. Well, I mean, if you want to get like an ivory, rhinos, enema, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You hit hippos. Oh, hippos kill more oh, people dude. than anybody in Africa. Yeah, or any any they they kill yeah, more people than any animal in Africa. Number one leader besides obesity. Yeah. Well, <laughs> talking a lot like, of fat people yeah, over there. Talking about spears here on uh, on the Uma guest line. <laughs> He's getting ready to go out to South oh, Africa for the. Uh, I better be. Hey, I better be worried then if that's who they kill. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah. I don't think Slim Fast is a big seller over in Africa. Quick question for you. Not quick question, but a question for you on the Warriors situation with Andrew Wiggins. Another game he's going to miss tonight due to personal reasons. And uh, like we had Steve on yesterday, we didn't ask him about it because it's personal reasons, and, and we know how the Warriors handle this. And it's I don't want to say it's similar to last year's situation, but this did happen last year where he was away for a period of time. While it's none of our business what the reasons are, is it fair to wonder if Wiggins' teammates might wonder if we're going to miss more games based on last season? Yeah, no, it's 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 very very curious, right? Like, I mean, he just dealt with this and missed two months, and it, it certainly affected their season last season. And so, 
it, it, I, I saw him one of the last Warriors games I went to with his um his his, his wife and and his two children and kids were like hugging him tightly and having a nice special warm moment there and you know and it, uh, it was probably one of the few times that you know that's the only time I've ever seen him with his kids for a game and so you know I don't know what's going on I try to be like what you guys are doing too like respect the, the personal space but. Um, you know, it, 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 I, I was thinking too, like respectfully, when the trade deadline came, that I just don't know how much trust they have him in it in, in him anymore. He's he's so up and down as a player. Um, he has, you know, had certainly a large amount of personal issues and stuff like that. And at some point, even though you you know respect him and you care about him and wish him well, like you got to win games, man. You got a job to do. And if, you know, this is prolonged, I mean, finally when the Warriors are getting healthy, it could have an alternative uh, uh, effect on them. And so it's it's a unique and weird situation. We don't know what it is, not for us to say or judge, yeah. but that, that it still means he's not playing, and that's going to hurt the Warriors. So I've asked you this occasionally. Uh, where are you at with the Warriors right now? And in terms of not just how they're playing – where they are kind of in the landscape of what the West is right now, too. Yeah, I, I wonder how much they could ground they could gain, right? Can can they? I don't. I just think it's going to be too hard to get up to six. That'll be tough. I feel like they're. Yeah, I just feel like it's inevitable that they're going to be in a play in, and they're going to be playing against the Lakers or you know Sacramento or some wild card team that's disappointed that they drop. Sacramento has been really, really disappointing in late. They're, they're a hard team to figure out, man. So they'll beat the number one team in the league one day and then lose to Miami without Jimmy Butler and yeah. the players. I, I, something, something's not right there. I, I haven't put my finger on it, but um, I, I, I think if the Warriors are to somehow move up to the sixth spot, like they're going to have to have a tremendous run. Like They're going to have to win 8 of 10, you know, like 12 of 15. It's, it, 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 I get certainly I, I don't see them not getting a playing game at minimum. Mm-hmm. But if, if they're going to if they're gonna get out of that realm, they better get hot and they better make it quick because there's not too many games. Like, what is it, like 23, 25? Yeah, somewhere around there. They're, they're getting toward the end. So I just – I really think time is running out on them in terms of uh, getting out of the playing game. Yeah. Let me ask you this because I was going to bring this up uh, during the show at some point and uh, see what Copes thought. But as I was watching the the Laker Clipper game last night, specifically the fourth quarter when LeBron just willed that team oh to goodness. to victory, <laughs> it is a, yeah. and it's a, this isn't a conversation that I have much because I just don't find much use in the greatest of all time. Uh, LeBron and Jordan are two of the greatest of all time. So is Kareem. He, he would be in that conversation. But just between Jordan and, and LeBron, let me ask you this, because what LeBron's doing at this age is unprecedented. It is incredible the way he's dominated this sport for 20 years. It's, it's the longest prime in the history of sports, maybe this side of Tom Brady. Uh, and even Tom Brady, I don't know if you could say he was in his prime, like his first four years. It took him a while to kind of become that guy. So he was seven by then, but, but, right? But let me ask you this. So what would mean more to you? Because if you're taking the totality of a career, regular season, playoffs and all, 
There's a good case we've made LeBron's better than Jordan. You could say that, especially if he does what he does this year and even next year. But if you boil it down to just 10 years, then I would say, well, Jordan's better than, than LeBron when yeah. you go. So what's more important? Because it comes down, I mean, there's championships, there's teammates, there's eras yeah. that you play in that are totally different yeah. with rules changing. Yeah. But just on this, uh, on this, if it's really close, what means more to you? Like a 20-year, like, it, it, I mean, just incredible 20-year run or maybe that 10-year run which is better than the other guy's best 10-year run, like at your best for yeah. 10 years, or how much does it mean to you to be able to continue doing that, you know, far uh, longer than maybe the other player did? Because I think, I don't know if you'd agree, I'd say Jordan's 10-year run's better than LeBron's 10-year run, but Le- Jordan's career, other than playoffs and championships, and they matter, it can't even compare. Nobody can really compare to what LeBron's doing other than maybe Kareem, yeah. who did it for such a long period of time. Well, I also, you know, the difference between Kareem and LeBron, too. And I I saw Kareem play at Golden State, his last game at Golden State, and they gave him a yacht and everything. You know, uh, Magic was keeping him alive, man. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Magic, you know, it, it, he was certainly, uh, if you look at his numbers, they, they weren't dominating. When you see what LeBron James did last yep. night. That was incredible. Scary, man. And one thing that's probably lost, and all of that is that he was guarding Kawhi Leonard, man. Yep. <laughs> he was causing Kawhi Leonard to get turnovers. He caused Kawhi Leonard to miss the last shot. So, I mean, obviously, you know, I would say beauty is an eye of beholder, but in terms of what he's doing at his age, it's just uh, super amazing to me. Like, to will that team to win, on, you know, I guess you could call it a road game, down 21. Like, that was incredible last night. And um, I, I, I'm waiting for the decline. I'm waiting for him to show a chink in the armor, right? Like, to show that he's on his last days. It's like Michael Jordan. Like, do you ever see the Washington Wizards highlights? Like, it's like somebody burned them all. They don't exist. <laughs> you never see highlights of him in a – with his uniform, and one of the highlights I remember is Sean Leonard, who you know, Tom, could mm-hmm. you know, jump over a, a, a dice, right? Like shoot, though. Boxing Jordan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He could <laughs> he definitely shoot, that. shoot from that corner, though. He could, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, he could do that. I, I saw him, like, block Jordan's shot and stand over him. I'm like, man, this, this isn't the Jordan <laughs> I need to see. But, like – I haven't seen that in LeBron. I, I don't. I don't see decline. I don't see man. It's time for him to go, right? It's time for him to retire. Like even Kobe's last year, like you saw it, it was time. But you know he hasn't had that major knee injury. He hasn't had the Achilles tear. He's putting a million dollars in his body. He's he's working out with Miles. What's the guy's name from the, the Browns? Like oh, Garrett. Uh, Garrett. Garrett. Yeah. He's doing the night workout. Yeah. yeah, like, come on, man. <laughs> this dude ain't human. He's not human. So, I mean, it's, uh, I think it, his, his longevity is starting to sway me. I, I myself was a Magic Johnson guy. Yep. Maybe there's some nostalgia to that because I just thought, thought it was incredible to see a six foot nine guy play point guard and make everybody better. But yet, hey, I need you to play center today. And he could do that, right? Like, and, and, win a, and win a championship for you. Um, 
But I mean, LeBron's about to get forty thousand points. Yeah, oh. <laughs> it's like six away or something, right? Is no. it that, how many? It's absolutely no. I was just gonna say yeah, no. It's, it's insane. It's wild. It's absolutely insane. Yeah. I just looked at his stats. Well, I He's think a, his longevity is starting to like sway me a little bit. Well, Mark, I just oh, looked real quick. Seven or twenty-two seasons he has played. Twenty-two. He averaged five point nine assists and five point five uh, or five point five was it rebounds or assists? Five point five rebounds, five point nine assists. His rookie season. Since then, and nineteen points, right? Since then, uh, no, twenty point nine. He's never averaged less than twenty points in a, in a in a season. Since then, the fewest. I mean, this is over twenty one seasons. Six assists in 07 is the fewest assists he's ever averaged, and six rebounds, and most of them are in the sevens and eights for both categories. I mean, it is stunning to think someone could average yeah. twenty points a game, over twenty points a game. For 22 consecutive seasons, average over you know six rebounds a game. Uh, for I mean, like, like his averages are sick. 27, one, seven, five, yeah. seven, four. He led the league in for assists tw- when he's 35. Yeah, for 22 seasons, 2 when he's 35 I mean, it, years old. It really, it really is insane. Because I, it, I always, I mean, you always know how great LeBron is, right? But every once in a while, he'll he's just with, go, yeah. he'll go. Yeah. Oh, what was that? Wake up. Oh, damn. Look at LeBron out there. He's like 39. Look what he did in the fourth quarter against one of the best teams in the NBA. It, it just, it'll slap you every once in a while. Because I always say, Mark, the true level of greatness is to make greatness look normal. Because that's what Steph does. And you, we just get used to it. But every once in a while, even they kind of go above and beyond. And it kind of is like cold water in the face to how great those guys really are. No, yesterday was a reminder. Yep. I mean, to me, like, when you talk about his greatest games, that's on the list. He's never done that in the fourth quarter. Not many people have. Um, and then there's, like like I said, the Kawhi Leonard factor, too, you know. Uh, I, I don't think they can win another championship with him, with the Lakers. But they're in the conversation because of him. Yep. <laughs> They won the in-season tournament, right? Like, so you got to remember when the playoffs come. There's two days off in between games. There's, you know, there's, there's no back-to-back, so that certainly benefits somebody like him. And you know, the Spencer Dinwiddie move was good. Um, let's see what their health is. I, I mean, the West is really just—it's ridiculous. Say it's wide open, but I mean, what I saw from Denver the other day reminded me, like. <laughs> Hey, Joker's pretty dang good, too. Oh, my gosh. He's, uh, yeah. he's so good. By the way, LeBron, I was just looking at his numbers just because it's funny to throw these out. His rookie year, he, he only attempted back in 03 04, only two and a half threes a game. He shot 29%. Yep. He's shooting five and a half a game this year. He's at 40, 40%, almost yep. 41. Uh, he used to be an awful shooter. And he just, it's incredible what he's added to his game. Where's he playing next year, Mark? Well, he, he's going to play with the Lakers. Just tell us. Be honest, come on, be honest. <laughs> No, I just told you. No, come on, seriously, tell me, for real. <laughs> You're paying them a lot of money, you know. Um, but a lot of teams would. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? Well, I mean, he could, they could pay him more than, than the other teams. And, and you know what, I, I think it's bigger than just NBA. You know, he's an entertainment conglomerate now. He's doing movies. He's doing documentaries. And I, I wrote a story when he first came to Los Angeles said how – the main reason why they were attracted to coming to the Lakers was, I mean, I guess half of it was playing for the Lakers, 
But the other half of it was putting a foothold in, in the entertainment world for now and post-career. So I, I think the inroads that, you know, uh, Maverick and, and Rich Paul are making outside the court forum, I don't think there's any other city in the NBA where they're going to have, you know, those kind of connections. It's not that people weren't calling LeBron James before, but now you could go to lunch with him like it's nothing. You know, he could meet people easier. And so he's, uh, I think he's uh, building his, 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 his salary is his salary, but I think he'll make even more money off the court staying in Los Angeles than going somewhere else. Let me ask you this. You may not know the answer to it, but you'll have insight uh, on this because you talk to a lot of players, and maybe you've asked them something like, similar to this. But if you asked players anonymously, give me a franchise you would like to play for that's not your own. What franchises in the NBA do you think would be in the top three? Miami. Okay. <laughs> um, Lakers. Okay. And I think players are still a little scared of playing in New York. Um, that's a really good question. I think Golden State's up there. Yeah, so did I. Has the reputation of just how not only being in the Bay, um, but the way that they treat their players kind of reminds me of the, the Bartolo years with, with the 49ers. Like just, just the reputation of how well they treat guys. So, uh, I mean, and, and just, I, I would think those three are the top. You know, maybe New York can change some things in the coming years. Uh, Chicago's not what they were, but I, I would say those three franchises. Yeah, no, I'd, and let, I'd let, I mentioned Miami. I didn't mention the Lakers, but I agree. I mentioned uh, the Warriors in Miami. The only thing I said about Miami, though, is that Miami culture isn't phony. Like, you better be ready to work when you go to Miami. Yeah. If you're not ready to work, yeah. don't go. Pat Riley's chapped, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, you, you got to go get weighed, and, you know, you got to get ready to play. But then you see, like, I don't know, man. They, there's something in that water there when they play, though. They no got doubt. In Sacramento, and they still win. So, yep. I mean, at least, at least you know if you're going going there, they're, they're serious about doing something. No it, doubt, it, it ain't no joke there. So, All Pat right, Riley, brother. just to get some Pat Riley time, I think that would be really cool. Oh, Riles, love Riles. Maybe get some bro cream from him and be good to go. <laughs> Have safe travels, <laughs> man. Yeah, Enjoy it. Yeah, take some uh, take some pictures. I want to see what's going on on that safari. Make me. I want to be jealous. Bro, stay away from those animals, man. Yeah. Brothers don't got any, yeah, any reason to be right. out there that close. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't get away from the hungry hippos, right? That's right. More than hungry, a game. Hungry hippos. <laughs> and the rhinos, too. I know you can't tell them apart, but stay yeah. away from them also. Yeah. All right, Mark. Have a good one, Mark. Safe trip, bro. Hey, man, that's, hey, that's San Jose Public Schools, man. My bad. <laughs> a rhino hippo. Yeah, come on, thing. whatever, man. They both ended in O, I think. Later, bro. Uh, Mark Spears, oh, ESPN, Anscape.com. back with my wife every week. I thought we were going to get a, uh, what's your excuse for playing? Like a fried turd. That's how they how they run you in Miami. You missed any of Mark Spears, all available, KMBR.com, uh, on the podcast page. We are going to catch up a little bit later What's with Mike. excuse for playing like a fried turkey? Our guy Mike Silver, uh, who, uh, of course, over at the Chronicle, I know he texted me the other day from the Combine. So uh, we'll get some Combine thoughts for sure from uh, Mike Silver. He's on his way back from Indianapolis. When we come on back, uh, the Steph Curry in the Garden is always a story, just like Anthony Morrow in the Garden is always a story. But the other one that comes to mind, Steve Kerr. Turn down that Nick job. Every time something like this comes up, this might be the best both of these teams have been meeting this late in the season in New York 
since Steve Kerr has been Warriors head coach. You know, that's a lot of specificity. But the Knicks have gone through a lot of turmoil, and they kind of have a pretty good team right now. So we'll talk about that. What if Steve Kerr had taken that Nick job? It's a what if, Marvel style, Tolbert and Copes. You're fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only here on the Sports Leader. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm a comedian. In my 20s, I wasn't, like, in a company. And I don't know, like, how marketing, sales. Yeah, you're a brand. You're a company. Yeah. And like Jay-Z says, I'm a businessman. Yeah. Yeah. To that. Remind me not to quote any hip-hop lyrics again. That was just a big miss. <laughs> when you first said it, I'm like, yeah, he's a businessman. Yeah, I nailed it at the end. I pulled it together. It just took me a minute. The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen.